Westminster backbenchers because they do not have a clue what is going on in their own government. Now let's jump back to last Monday when UK Column had an exclusive uh, whistleblower at pretty high level in Westminster had told us that the whole thing about lockdown is that the government did not want to release lockdown because whilst the population are locked up it it gave the government the opportunity to repurpose government. So it was an extraordinary, lockdown was seen as an extraordinary opportunity not to reopen 50 to 60% of what each company does. Um, and then it said, so why reopen schools, care homes, coal-fired power stations? Don't reopen any of them. They are garbage. They're yesterday's technology. They're polluting. They're toxic. They're badly organised. You don't reopen them. And the individual went on to say that uh, if huge amounts of uh, money was to be brought to bear, £240 billion, increasing debt by seven times, uh, it was pointless reopening all the old stuff. Um, now was the time to, quote, reinvent society. So this person who was uh, able to... Um, talk at very high level with very senior members of the civil service and the government said the government uh, did not want to reopen the country because while the country was locked down this whole reinvention repurposing transformation policy of government could go ahead at speed and of course a major part of it was introducing ai right the way across the civil service which is going to result in thousands of job losses and um, that is going to be mirrored out across industry, schools, hospitals uh, and, and such like. So the government does not want to lift the lockdown and what we're seeing, Mike, is the delay. So let's come back to uh, this one. We used this as our headline for giving our exclusive last Monday but we're going to now say that Boris Johnson is coercing the UK public to accept COVID-19 house arrest because that's what it is. It isn't locked down. We're locked up in our houses. And if you're elderly, you're going to be locked up in your house for many months to come. Now, the coercing is not UK column words, as you'll see in a minute. But just so that we know what co coercion is, it's the practice of forcing another party to act in a, quote, involuntary manner by use of threats or force. Now, let's take our minds back to this diagram, which UK column produced, uh, showing that Bill Gates was absolutely central to every single piece of policy around COVID lockdown and the uh, desire to get those vaccines in. And you've just shown, Mike, that they are still after getting Bill Gates vaccines to everybody in the country before we're free. But this is the bit we need to concentrate on, the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergency SAGE. And um, what have we got to report? Well, we were given two days ago an internal document from SAGE. And let's have a look at what it is talking about. It's dated the 26th of March 2020. The headline is Options for Increasing Adherence to Social Distancing Measures. Question to be addressed. What are the options for increasing that adherence? And the paper addresses two distancing me measures. 
general social distancing by everyone and shielding vulnerable people for at least at least 12 weeks so there's part of your answer mike it's clearly known inside sage that they're not going to let elderly people out of their homes and this is the note at the end of the document so that people know we're dealing in factual documents here uh, this paper was prepared by sage's behavioral science subgroup sbi hyphen b for discussion at SAGE 18 on the 23rd of March. Now, we've taken some damning excerpts out of this document, uh, but it's real, and my goodness, this is so dangerous. So here's the government talking about persuasion, per uh, perceived threat. Um, a substantial number of people do not feel sufficiently personally threatened. It could be that they're reassured by the low death rate in their demographic group, although levels of concern may be rising. And what does it go on to say they're in bold? The perceived level of personal threat needs to be, quote, increased amongst those who are complacent using hard-hitting emotional messaging to be effective. This must also empower people by making clear the actions they can take to reduce the threat. Now, that last statement, Mike, is not about the actions they can take. It's the actions the government wants them to take and the, re the reason it is saying it's going to make people more fearful in order to get this agenda across. But, but so I'm, I'm struggling... I'm struggling to see how this is not a direct psychological attack on everybody in this country. It is, Mike. It is a direct psychological attack. And if you look at the number of charities and organisations saying that we've got uh, an increasing mental health uh, problem in this country, people are stressed, uh, people are, some of them, in suicidal position, this is the British government using applied behavioural psychology inside the COVID science group to make people frightened so that it can put its agenda in place. When we get to the end of this document, you're not going to believe what it says. But let's move on. So here we've got part of a table which appears at the end of the document. It's called a P's. That comes from the title of the columns. Acceptability, practicability, effectiveness, affordability, spillover effects and equity. And I'll say to um, David, I'll... I'll come to, to you on equity in just a moment. But look at what it is saying down here. Use the media to increase the sense of personal threat. Use the media to make people fearful. And why do you do that? Well, psychologists have been telling us all weekend you do that because when people are fearful and stressed, it is easier to use applied behavioral psychology to get them to do what you want. It even admits that this could be harmful. But of course, it only describes it as a spillover effect. This is a bit like talking about collateral damage instead of saying thousands of people, innocent people killed in a war. This is a very callous document. David, equity, we had a little discussion on because when we look at this excerpt from the SAGE behavioural document, there's no humanity in it. There's no compassion. There is nothing to do with people being concerned about other people who are sick. But what does equity mean, do you think? Well, it's a very good question because it could mean one of two things. It could mean some sort of impartiality or fairness. 
That's that, that's something that you would think the government would call fairness because they love that word. It usually comes before they pick your pocket. But the other definition, the legal one, is of course a body of law that falls outside the common law. It's just very interesting that that word should crop up in that it, document. Indeed it is. So let's move on. We've got uh, government-controlled social disapproval. Now think about this. For the government to be using social disapproval, the government has got to get into that community in order to stir up that disapproval. So it says social disapproval from one's community can play an important role in preventing antisocial behaviour or discouraging failure to enact uh, pro-social behaviour. Consideration should also be given to the use of social disapproval, but with a strong caveat around unwanted negative consequences. So they're recognising here that if you go in and stir up one part of a community against another part, what can you have? You can have brutality. You can have people attacked in the streets because they've dared to give the wrong response to another member of the public. And it goes on. Government-controlled enablement. And... Uh, so what have we got here? Community resourcing. People are being asked to give up valued activities and access to resources for an extended period. They need to be compensated. And it goes on. Adequately resourced community infrastructure and mobilisation needs to be developed rapidly and with coverage across all communities. Now here what we're seeing is the government is putting its tentacles right the way into society. This will be through local authorities, parish councils, but also through charities in order to get its message across. So we get a note through our door from a local charity thinking it's their opinion. No, 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 this has come from the government. And if we come back to the uh, appease um, template here, uh, I can't give you them all because we simply don't have time, but this is the social distancing evaluation grid. And I'm looking at the options on the left-hand side. And what do we see? We see this. Use the media to increase the sense of personal threat. Use the media to increase the sense of responsibility of others. Use the media to promote positive messaging around actions. Tailor the messaging and uh, use and promote social approval for desired behaviours. This is like something out of communist China. This is Boris Johnson's government using the wider media to use his applied behavioural psychology to keep us locked up. I can't express how dangerous it is, is Mike. When we got this document, it was unbelievable. We know there are more, and we're hopeful we're going to get some more of those documents. Now, this is the methodology, and what different from the rest of the Westminster background?